everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Berto. Hi, everyone. Blah, 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 blah. Alejandro? Huh? Huh? Say something. Hey, Bobby. Huh? Hey. Well, he's smiling. Yeah, we got hey, a he's... very cute smile instead of a, a, a hello. Yeah, I was hoping for him to make noises, but no, he just smiled at you. One of perfect these days. For, perfect for everyone watching the video for yes. version of our podcast. Yes, definitely. That I definitely put out there on the interwebs. Um, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hmm. h- h- how are you, Berto? I'm okay. Nothing. I don't know. Nothing special. I got a little stomach virus, so oh, that was yeah. good. Hey, yeah. Are you great. better? Are you better now? Or are you still? Uh... uh, I think today's the first day where I'm better because, like, yeah. the last two days, I've woken up, been like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. Hey, by the way, the the baby's just pulling the I wires out my yes. ears. So I see that, yes. if something drops out, don't worry. It's, <laughs> it's just the baby. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I've had a little stomach virus, so like it's mostly just like I can't eat and I don't want to do anything. So I've just, I yesterday I literally just laid on the on the couch all day doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. As my my girlfriend just made me soup, my yeah. chick. Your chick. And uh, yeah, and then she's like here, and then I'm like I'll watch the baby, which is just me with the baby on top of me. Yes, I'm like, yep, watching the baby (laughs) babysitting as she goes to do things, babysitting your own son. It's actually impossible to babysit your own son. I don't know if you knew that. No, (laughs) you know, there's like differences, you know, when like you're when I'm like, all right, let's play a game. Let's do something. Let's like like I'm interacting with him. That's me like parenting. Yeah. When I'm literally just like, I'm going to watch a movie and you're going to sit on my lap. uh, I'm going to call that babysitting. Yeah, that's fair. You know what? That's fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's going. He's having a good time right now. I see that. As you can see. He looks so... He's just like rocking back and forth and smiling and having a fucking ball. Yeah, it's his favorite thing. Mm-hmm. He's using his legs. All right. That's pretty yes. much it, Dragon. I mean, you said you didn't really do anything, right? Unless you did. No, not really. Boring, I, boring. We just have Well, that's not lives, true. You know what I did? I Well, I went to the movies what? a bunch, but I'll talk about, I'll talk about that. But I, yeah. um, I uh, went to... Um, uh, I went to one of the comic stores around us. Boring. And I bought an I bought an alligator book, and oh, yes, yeah? it's meant for children. Okay, but yeah. it's got really pretty pictures, and, and the art in it is really good. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to to read it. <laughs> Reading quotes nice. for children. Yes, very, very exciting. exciting. Very okay. very exciting. Um, Don't worry those those noises are just the cars outside my window deciding to move around. I'm not yep. worried about it. That's yep. That's Daddy's wire. Thank you, Bubby. You better give him something else to grab. <laughs> oh man, he has a bobo and stuff. The problem is, anything he grabs, he eats. Yeah, 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 yeah. As you All do, right. as you do as a child. Um. Okay. Anyway, should we should we dive in then, Berto? Well, first we should talk about what happened yesterday, last night, right, Dragon? You stayed up. Oh, the late. Oscars. <laughs> I did not. You stayed up late, late right? I did not. I um I was extremely tired and I tried mm-hmm. falling asleep on the couch, but I did the overtired thing. You know, I, I did oh, the Alejandro yeah. thing basically where I was so tired that my brain was like, no, we're not sleeping, bitch. Like you fucked up. <laughs> yep. So um, I tapped out of the Oscars at like 1030 and got in bed and fell asleep like immediately oh. the second I got in bed. Um, But I saw so a lot of it. So you missed the slap. <laughs> was there another every slap? every every year they have a slap now that's a new thing that's a, it's a new somebody gets <laughs> that's, a, that's, physically assaulted at the Oscars. i mean the, the, that was the big fucking nobody gives a shit about the move about whatever movie what movie won last year i don't even know i'm i have no idea what yeah exactly all i know all i remember is there was a slap and <laughs> no one gives a shit Hard also thing. last year was it it wasn't a good year for movies this year i think this year was a great year for movies especially yeah. like like for the awards and stuff yeah so uh but yeah let you want to talk about it real quick Sure. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once won basically everything. Um, I mean, it, so it was nominated for 11. And yeah. It won seven awards, 
which it's is that fucking huge. Huge. That's a good. That's a good percentage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and won. what did I predict, Dragon? What did know, what did what did Hollywood give the awards to? I have the no old idea. Old woke story with minority fucking <laughs> actors, right? Oh yeah, there's that movie lesbian, was so good. There's a lesbian daughter. Oh my goodness. Yup. Oh, and what do they do? Oh, it's just a family doing their taxes, their tax <laughs> audit. Oh. I like that it is a movie centered around on audit. Um, <laughs> <That> <laughs> or is like literally, that is literally the movie. <laughs> and then like 30 minutes into it, it takes the craziest turn and just it's hard so pivots. What's amazing. Here's Okay. So that uh, honestly, w- when I saw that movie in the theater, I was like, this could be like the best movie I've seen in a long ass time. Hard and what I yeah. thought, what I thought was amazing was the first 30 minutes was a good drama yeah. about a small fucking immigrant family. Mm-hmm. And then, like, somehow this movie goes into <laughs> multiverses, into yep. fucking kung fu fighting, into crazy hilarity, crazy stupid shit. There's the, what's it called? Dildos in the butt fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, rocks with googly eyes. Um, and the rock and the, the the rock part with the eyes is like the the nicest sweetest part of the whole. Yeah. <laughs> and just somehow, somehow, all these things that were like taken for jokes go back into the story like Chekhov's Chekhov's rock a googly eyes <laughs> and Chekhov's hot dog fingers brought back into it and then at the end it goes right back into the like hey it's just the story about this small family having yeah. a having a hard go at it and yeah. it's like this is the this is the best movie of it this is one of the best movies I've ever seen it's so true it's, so it's true. fucking amazing but yeah that movie won all the awards it basically won all the Oscars. Yep. The uh, the only one it didn't it won almost it almost won the big five. The big five is uh, the best actor, best actress, best movie, director, and uh, best screenplay. Yeah. The only thing it was missing was uh, best actor, which went to uh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. For the whale. Uh, by the way, your boy. Uh, number one, I'm so happy Jamie Lee Curtis won the Oscar. So happy. Yeah. She's so, so happy good. she won. She's the so Oscar. great. Yeah. Especially in that movie, she was fucking great. She really um, was. What's her name? So happy that Mich- uh, Michelle Kwan. I'm sorry, Michelle Yeoh, yeah, uh, Waikwan won the uh, won the won the Oscar. Also, I, I just something about it is like uh, it's this thing where like back in the '90s, these were like big names to me, but they would yeah. never win Oscars. Yeah, and now they're like winning Oscars. It's so uh, true. Brendan Fraser, same thing. Yeah, he deserves uh, it. But I, like, uh, um, yeah, sorry, go. go ahead. I just want to say one last thing. Yeah, that was that. Brendan Fraser won the Oscar for Best Actor, right? Uh, uh-huh. Ki Hyun Kwan won yep. the best supporting actor for uh, Everything Everywhere all, all at Once yep. for Fanny Pac Man. Very, very exciting. Which makes you realize that now Encino Man has two Oscar winners <laughs> in its cast. Perfect. They We'd they made they that made movie. that joke. They made that joke during the during the cast during the telecast. Yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Because that's the first thing I thought of when they both won. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Encino Man. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, uh it, it, he did he did a really good speech too. Um I uh the the thing that I was um the thing that I was uh the other thing that I was going to say is yeah, everything everywhere won everything followed by All Quiet on the Western Front which won like the rest of the things <laughs> seemingly. Yeah. And also, then great movie. Uh, Women great, Talking great movie. won screenplay I think which is good. It's a great You know screenplay. I don't you know I don't like that stuff. You're an idiot. <laughs> Women and <laughs> or talking. adapted adapted screenplay it would, it would I been. think it would be adapted because it's It would from be a adapted. It's based book, on a book. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's based on a book which is based on true life which is insane and horrible. Um <laughs> Uh, but anyway. Should I should I watch that movie, Dragon? Um, yeah, I think it's totally worth watching. I okay. I, I, I really do. Um, uh, since I don't take uh, since I don't like women talking, yeah. and you're talking, 
I'm not going to take that advice. <laughs> That's, that sounds like you. <laughs> sounds just like you. Um, but anyway, I, I thought All Quiet on the Western Front went won too many things. <laughs> I was like, I, you didn't see it. I know, I know. But like, I don't know. It just seemed like a lot. It was a really good movie. I didn't see it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. It was really good. They, when uh, they won for a score, Andrew was like, I mean, the score is basically like, you know, they they play the, the movie score every time it wins. Mm-hmm. So you, I just like heard it over and over again. It's a really harsh score. Yeah, because it's the like a really fucking... driving harsh score. And I was because like, what's the movie about? The movie is about the harsh, the harshities of, of fucking of, of the harshness of war and the the turning human beings into just a meat grinder. Yeah, like that's what the there's a scene in that movie where like tanks appear for the first time uh-huh. and like the everyone's acting, just like <laughs> everyone is just like what in the name of holy hell is that? Yeah, and they're just like what the f-? it's a it's a it's a great fucking movie. I I think I think people would really like it if they give it a chance but i, I, want, I, hate... I really want to watch it I, andrew watched it without me so i'm like <laughs> fuck it oh, just watch it on your own hey <laughs> you know i don't do that um... <laughs> all right i guess we should get into movies yeah yeah now, let's dragon. jump in i have a lot of movies to talk about okay dragon why don't we go ahead and start with a little segment we like to call dragon on the couch dragon yes what did you watch on the couch okay rapid fire so uh first i watched puss in boots uh the last wish it's the new mm-hmm. the new puss in boots movie um it's on peacock it's really cute i liked it i i thought it was nice uh it's not like the best animated movie you know it's not like a pixar or whatever but it's like it's a very solid movie and i i thought it was cute i liked it I've, there's the child actually, in it i really like the character i've actually heard a lot of good things about this yeah yeah, like uh, like it's 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 odd that like somehow this movie is being made today, <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, wait a minute, who had the balls to tell this story? <laughs> it's not uh, like it's, I, I don't know. It's not like that weird. It's like it, no, it just... but it, it's it's about like the like if I'm and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I've heard. It's about basically Puss finds out that he's on his ninth life. Yeah. So it's about him like, can I still be a hero with yeah. the fear of knowing that I could die? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what. Yeah, it's about. and that seems like a hero's journey type of story, which is something yeah, that you don't really to- see these days, right? It totally is, and it's also crazy that this is the whatever installment of the Puss in Boots franchise, which is a spinoff <laughs> of the Shrek franchise, which yeah, is right? wild. It's just absolutely wild, but it's fun. It's like you know, you get to see all the nursery rhyme characters, and like they have fun takes on them, and it's very, it's very interesting. Anyway, really liked it. Recommend it's on. It's streaming on Peacock, I believe. Okay, it's Next. very exciting. Yeah. Um, we watch Night of the Comet. Um, so this is a, I believe, 80s. Hold on, let me, let me double check. Uh, yeah, 1984 um, sci-fi horror movie with mm-hmm. zombies. Uh, it's really fun. It's just a real solid, like, it basically stars, like, Valley Girls as, like, the last people on Earth, sort of. Um, That's your favorite. Yeah, and it's it's just, like, a it's a solid uh, 80s horror sci-fi movie. I, I recommend it. <laughs> So since it's an 80s horror movie, uh, would Alejandro enjoy it, if you know what I mean? You know, I don't think so. Really? Wow. Now that I say that. No, it's PG-13. Th- I don't oh, think okay. so. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it's fun. It's free on Tubi and like Pluto TV and Roku Channel and, you know, the free kind of like movie things. Yeah. The throwaway um, ones. The throwaway ones. Yeah, but it's very fun. It, I I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good a good movie. Mm-hmm. It, Mary Warn Warnoff is in it for a little bit, and she's always a delight to have in a movie. Um, and it's filmed at the same place that uh, Chopping Mall was filmed at, um, which is that very mall exciting. is in every single eighty. Yeah, right. I I saw movie. I saw a movie this weekend where it was like in it. Really, where what Chopping movie? Mall was filmed in it. I can't remember the name, but yeah. Uh, I saw one. It was one of the Joe Bobs, and it was like, yeah, it's the same uh, yeah. mall as Chopping Mall. And I was like, oh yeah. Uh, I could probably tell you which one it is, but I off the top of my head, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, that's anyway. the thing off the top of my head. 
Okay. Um, next, I'm going to rapid fire go through this. Um, mm -hmm. The Beach. So this is the 2000 um, Danny Boyle movie because we're, we're in Danny Boyle land. Yeah. And um, it's starting Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Tilda Swinton, uh, Virginie Ledoyen, I don't know, and some other people. Uh, basically, it's about <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio uh, finds uh, gets a map to a secret beach and then goes there and it's like a mildly like a lord of the flies kind of like not not really it's just like a secret like commune that lives on this beach and there are you know blah blah um it's not very good i didn't i didn't like it only has 21 percent on mountain tomatoes and that seems about right it's, it's a, a it's a utopia it's a utopia yeah. it's a, a quote-unquote utopia that they keep they're they're doing nefarious things to keep their utopia exactly yes um till this yeah it was till this yeah. really good um i remember this movie other than that it's not fun it's like it's it's just like not a i don't know it's very it's very the it it makes sense that it was made in the year 2000 um, yeah <laughs> this is also when uh dicaprio was trying to get away from like the pretty boy yeah stuff and he was trying to do more serious work and uh yeah it was a it was a miss Apparently dicaprio has has some misses he does yeah but so does danny they're, boyle <laughs> they're, so... they're rare but this was one of his rare misses yeah um anyway i i didn't love it it's a you can rent it places but i i wouldn't um okay next uh i watched oh, really going rapid fire i am i'm going right do you want to talk about anything i don't nothing no. that i've said and talked about um so <laughs> i i saw the new scream movie scream six okay. it is in the theaters again amazing that there is another scream what is it a year later yeah it's a year later did um, they just like make two scream movies back to back i think so yeah and i i imagine there's gonna be one more uh mm, okay not based on the ending, just like based on the franchise. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think it's going to stop. I imagine um, there's going to be 10 more. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, the, re la the the Scream 5 or whatever, that was the kind of what they called it a requel, like a rebooting mm -hmm. with a sequel. And that this is the second one of that. So usually these are in trilogies. But anyway, so um, I liked it. I, I really enjoyed it, honestly. I thought it was very fun. Um, It's like a solid kind of slasher movie. There's a lot of violence in it. So that's exciting. Um, and it's got your girl, the the it girl right now. Uh, Wednesday Jenna Adams is in it. Yeah, your, your girl. Adams. Did she do the dance again? The Wednesday dance? <laughs> no, she did not do. The oh, Wednesday the Wednesday dance. dance. Amazing. Um, uh, she did the thing with her hands. Oh, that chick is in. She had some good shit. Okay. She had COVID while she did the dance. Yeah, whatever. So she's she's in, she's in Wednesday. <laughs> she's an X. Like I I liked X a lot, although Pearl yeah, is X way is, better. No, she's she seems to be getting like a lot she's of. A lot of heat right now so it's actually yeah. good it's just weird that like the wednesday show they're like the dance and that became like the hit <laughs> that everyone was doing and i, I loved it because you were like is it <laughs> like that's <laughs> the thing everyone focused on it's so stupid i get it. it's because it's very tiktokable yeah um, yeah that's a that's a good word yeah. dragon yeah thank you um anyway now, scream. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it before I, we move on yes, would yes. alejandro enjoy this movie no god damn it what the fuck is going on with horror modern horror movies i mean he would like he would like x probably i know he <laughs> he enjoyed it very much um uh he loved benedetta that's a modern horror movie sort of yeah even I, though i cover called his it eyes a drama. for a couple scenes <laughs> yeah so well that makes sense um <laughs> anyway there was uh, there was one and i was like don't worry once they do the wave i know the the scene is over but <laughs> they never did the wave <laughs> yeah right yeah, uh had really uh fucked you with that one without ending his sex scenes the way he's supposed to end his sex scenes <laughs> um okay anyway i'm moving on do you want to know anything mm -hmm. else about scream six uh no i'm just looking at the list uh hayden penitarian uh the, the cast yeah. I mean, hayden penitarian isn't it Samara yeah yeah that's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. 
it's a great cast. Yeah, it's a great cast. It's very fun. I, you know, it's a it, it's a really solid and like reboot of this genre. I think I I I really enjoy it. Okay. Um. Okay. Next. Uh. I watched EO. So EO is the Polish um movie about a donkey that was nominated for an Oscar for uh, mm-hmm. best foreign film, and it did not win. Um. But uh. Yeah. It's basically a a movie where they follow like a a donkey through his sort of life in Poland, and he like all the places he ends up and it's very sad i cried during it because it's, it's a you know. documentary no it's not a documentary okay it's a movie yeah yeah okay. it is not a documentary um it's just like it's i think it's meant to show like the plight of kind of our like worker animals you know animals uh-huh. that we like have domesticated but like we don't care for as pets sort of thing yeah um so yeah it, it's a uh, it's sad <laughs> it's a sad movie I know. I just I, I can't get myself to care about animals half the time. <laughs> That's not a weird psychopath thing to say. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a donkey. Who gives a shit about a donkey? No, he has feelings. He has feelings. Does just he have like any No, other. that's this animals is, this have is the feelings. Problem. Yes, this is the problem. You are um, uh, am what's the word? Dragon am for anthropomorphizing. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, I, I speak uh, English. I speak English good. You're doing great. You're doing great. I speak English good. Uh, <laughs> I, um, you're doing that. You're doing that to a fucking to an animal. That's not you're, true. You're they acting do, like they, an animal has feelings and they thoughts do have feelings like human and thoughts. Do. They not they like don't. humans, but they definitely do. You're an idiot if you think that's that's not true. It's like very very clear. Anyway, it was it was a cute movie, sort of, but it's also very sad. And I, you know, I I guess I recommend it. <laughs> you're like into that kind of thing. Just this weird thing where everyone's like, if we can make people care about animals, then they won't eat them. They won't eat them. And well, I'm that's like, the Fuck thing. You. It's like, you know what? I'm going to eat double meat now. Well, one of the interesting things is like part, part of what this movie is saying is like the animal protesters or the part of what I got out of it is like the animal protesters think they're doing good. But actually, like they're like they're 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 protesting like the circus. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once those circus animals leave the circus, they kind of leave and they don't oh, like. They- you know, like, what do you... Yeah, there's there's no end game for that. They're, yeah, they're literally like... just like, this is bad. And they're like, okay, what would you have us do? And they don't have an answer. Exactly. Like, and that's, that's most what... of, 90% of the time, that's what happens with animal protesters. Right. I thought that was a good, I thought that was a good um, kind of, I thought that was something good that they showed. Like, yeah. animal protesters don't mean shit. Like basically, like you, if you yeah, don't like have you, a if you don't have a way to take care of those animals post whatever you think they're being exploited for, like you're you're a piece of shit, and you're not like you're not putting helping. them back into the wild where the lucky ones will die of old age, <laughs> or like not even the wild, or they're going to some overcrowded refuge, or like they're being sold for meat, or they're you know like it's like it's not like it's not, it doesn't end the way you think. I don't know how you think this is gonna end, but it's not gonna end well, well for those animals. You know what Peter's uh. Well, uh, PETA's like the big PETA, the, the big organization. Yeah, yeah big yeah. PETA's big goal is to have freedom for all animals. And that includes like house animals. So yeah. they want your cat to be out in the street, like having freedom. Yeah. It's like, bro, that would destroy everything. <laughs> Bird, Goodbye, birds. Just absolutely. What, an, what a stupid fucking take that is. What yeah. an absolutely stupid take. Yeah, I, I think the point is like, oh, you guys, you, you you just think this is bad without having like a backup, without having like a plan for what happens after. Oh, you see that? He's rubbing his face because he's tight. Yeah, somebody's tight, tight. Well, it's a, it's not even that they think that it's bad. It's like <laughs> their their alternative is so cruel that it just yeah. doesn't make sense. I'm like, you're that's horrifying that that's what you think. Um, But anyway, so that's that's EO. Um, okay, mm-hmm. next. <laughs> uh, and again, EO is like for rent in, in places. Um, and so, Polish. In Polish, yes. 
Um, so we uh, we ventured out to Spectacle, our favorite little independent theater. Yeah. And we watched a uh, a movie that just premiered, a very small like indie movie called Dad mm-hmm. and Stepdad. Um, and we we had a um. Uh, there was a Q&A after because this was like the premiere week for it. So there was a Q&A after with A.D. Bryant moderating the Q&A, which was fun and spectacle. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, just Dad and Stepdad is basically a, it's it's a comedy. It's like one of those like sort of mildly absurdist comedies where um, these comedians were given like free reign to improvise their uh, their lines, their their dialogue. But the rest of it is like very planned out. And mm-hmm. um, it's hilarious. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very fun. The premise is like the premise is this um, this kid goes on a like weekend upstate with his dad and stepdad and his mom is like supposed to come, but she's late. So it's just like this kid hanging out with his dad and stepdad and the dad and stepdad are like competing with each other. Yeah. Um, and the kid is like 13 years old, but he's played by like a 30 year old man. And it's just like, it's, it's never addressed or anything. It's very funny. I really, really enjoyed it. I highly recommend okay. if this so ever goes somewhere. <laughs> That's- it's Murderville without the murder. Yeah, yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Except they're like okay. professional actors. Like they're, I mean, not professional. They, I mean, actors, but like they, had they prof- knew professional improvers. Professional improvers, and they had like all the beats of the story that they knew they had to hit. So like the dialogue is improvised, but like nothing else is a surprise. Gotcha. Um, it was really fun. I, I I had a great time oh, with it. Big big yawn. I had a great time with yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I recommend maybe when it comes out, you should you should give it a watch. Uh, there's also I probably apparently won't, so. yeah, that's fine. Well, there's apparently a um. I think it's on YouTube. Um. The the movie is based on shorts that the that these guys did a series of shorts mm-hmm. called Dad and Stepdad that you can watch on YouTube if and that'll give you like a vague idea of what. The yeah. So still, still want to, still watch it. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Okay. Next. Um, I watched All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, which is a documentary. Um, documentary. That was also nominated for an Oscar. I don't, I can't remember if it won. I, I was asleep mm-hmm. by then. I, you I are on an Oscars kick, huh? I, yeah, well, that, yes, because the Oscars were last night. So Andrew was like, fuck, we got to watch a bunch of stuff. Um, so, uh, this is about the, um, opiate ep- epidemic and the, and the Sacklers and the, um, woman who, I'm sorry, the Sacklers? Yeah, the Sackler family who owns Purdue, who was oh, like okay. sued for the opiate epidemic because they were complicit in it. They're basically yeah. drug dealers, but on like the biggest scale, you could be a drug dealer. Allegedly. No, they got they, <laughs> not allegedly. They, they, yeah, but they, legally, they're legally allowed to do it. So, you know, yeah, well, good job. But no, they got That's trouble. Like if they you get, do they something... had to pay six billion dollars and they oh, had to okay. like they had to like sit there and hear the testimony from all these they and, legally and... were required to sit there and listen to testimony from survivors and and um people who lost family to, I'm sure to I'm sure anything. as they were sitting there listening to this testimony they were just counting in their head like I still have six trillion dollars yeah, I mean profits. listen listen it, it is worth, worth it, it you know it, this is this is our life but anyway it, that's what the movie is about and it's about the woman who um had their them, like who like went after them and also who um had their names like like she basically she's an artist so she protested at like the Guggenheim and the Met and the Tate Modern and got their got them to take down the Sacklers name and Louvre you know because the Sacklers <sighs> are big like donors of art anyway um I find that annoying but go on I don't think it's annoying I I understand the sentiment for it um I, I understand the annoyance but you know what I don't find it annoying that she's protesting I find it annoying that the Guggenheim and all these other places be like you know what we're gonna listen to you and take any of them rather than just being like how much money have you donated to this place no nothing no, no. Cool. I, I think that's I, I I don't like that no, because that's, that's just saying that's, that's just that's saying 
that like if you have enough money you can just do whatever you want and you get whatever yes. like that's not how the world world sh- should work um but anyway it's, what's the problem that's the movie no, um, let's go on. Sorry. i liked it so uh <laughs> i i liked it I, I thought it was a good documentary and you know it had it talks a little bit about like like the woman who um the artist that it was about is nan i think golden is her name and mm-hmm. she's a photographer. She's a really good photographer. And it's like also about her life growing up and her family and her struggles with addiction and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's fun because it goes through or fun, but it's like sad because it goes through the time in like the 80s in New York, like the 80s New York City, like art scene, which is like rife with drugs and like AIDS. And, oh, yeah. You know, it was a rough time for a lot of people. Well, um, but rough anyway, time, rough times create the best art, huh? you're not wrong you're absolutely not wrong um (laughs) fucking horrifying but you know what 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 are you gonna do it really is um so yeah i i i think i would recommend it It, it's kind of a bummer obviously of a documentary because it's about a lot of people dying um and i have one more birdo are you ready hold on before you do that uh just note the time uh little alejandro at 8 43 a.m is asleep okay just remember that because i have to put it in my phone later Okay. Right, sure. I'll remember 843 for sure. We'll have to go back and listen to this so you can put it in your phone. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Lastly. So I went out to Spectacle again yesterday mm-hmm. and we did Blood Brunch, which I think I've talked about before. Every other just, Sunday, they they play a random horror movie. Just a Spectacle gal, huh? I am a Spectacle. I mean, I'm a member. I love Spectacle. I highly recommend anybody in New York go to Spectacle. It's my favorite. Um, okay. but, uh, yeah, we watched, um, uh, uh, the, the blood brunch for yesterday was a movie called terror tract, which I had never heard of. Um, but I loved it. So terror tract is basically, uh, um, uh, John Ritter is a real estate agent and he is showing houses and each house he shows has like a horrible thing that happened in the house. And it's basically him being like, oh yeah, this house is amazing. And you know, they really cleaned up all the blood in this house. Like it's, it's so nice. And then the people who are looking at the house are like, I'm sorry, what happened here? And John Ritter goes into the story and it's like a, you know, it's like vignettes of like what happened. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's very fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Brian Cranston is in one of the vignettes. Um, a John Ritter is obviously in it. David DeLuise is in it. Um, I'm trying to think of like who, what other great people are in it. Anyway, it's very, very fun. Highly recommend. I think all three vignettes are great. Um, it, it's just a really good, solid, uh, horror movie. It's from 2001 and I'm sorry it is not available streaming anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, by the way, John Ritter. Not. John Ritter, fucking great '80s comedian that seems to just have been forgotten. Yeah, I, I don't like really... not stand up, like film com- film comedian. Yeah, yeah he's hilarious. Again, his movies are fucking great. Yeah, yeah, I I highly I I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, so yeah, that's Terror Tract. If you can find it, I I recommend it. It, it was a really fun watch, like a very I mean, very fun watch. Would Alejandro enjoy it? Uh, I ask you no. this about every movie and you every single time you're like, huh, let me think. I don't think so. I don't think there are boobies in it. Mm-hmm. There's like, That's no, because there's fine. like hints of boobies, but there's no actual boobies. Anyway, that is that is what I watched, Berto. So that that was me. Why don't you tell me about what you watched in a little segment we like to call Berto on the bed? All right, Dragon. So once again, you know what I'm trying to do? Man's find, man. Well, yeah, I'm trying to find positive male role models for my son. All right. And so... Me and my chick have been watching the Rocky movies. Honestly, Rocky won. Uh, Rocky is probably the best example of what he like. Uh, he is probably like the best of humanity, mm-hmm. all rolled up into one character. Like this is what we want humans to be. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. The perpetual underdog who just fucking steps up, doesn't back down, and is able to overcome everything for sheer hard work. Yeah. Um, so we watched the next movie in the Rocky franchise, which was Creed. It's on Amazon Prime and the HBOs right now. And the um, HBOs. So it was kind of like a requel where they kind of did a, you know, a sequel, but also at the same time a retelling. Uh, this time it's with Adonis Creed, played by yeah. your boy, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he basically is like, oh, I want to be a boxer and uh, gets Rocky to like train him mm-hmm. and hilarity ensues. <laughs> Uh, My so favorite Dragon, kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Dragon, uh, number one, Stallone fucking is great in this movie. Yeah. Like uh, he was actually nominated for for best supporting actor in this. He was really good in this movie. I didn't. I didn't which, remember that that he was nominated. Well, I remember he was nominated, and it was like this audible pop in the audience. Yeah. When they announced it. Uh, and he lost, and everyone was kind of like, "The f- f- go f- like fuck you, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah." So, like, this is like someone watched Rocky and was like, "I'm gonna remake it, yeah, but better, yeah." And then was like, "Okay, but I don't understand. I didn't understand what made Rocky great. Like, yeah. I reckon Rocky's a great movie. I'm gonna hit all the same beats, but I don't know what makes it great. Yeah, like Tessa Thompson is in it, plays uh, Michael B. Jordan's love interest. I think she's in Quite all of them." Yeah, quite honestly, um, just completely useless in this movie. Like, what, what are what are her character traits in this? Do, do, she's, like, I she's yeah, like what, a singer that's going deaf. So the yeah, whole that's, it. The, the that's whole, it. That's her character. Here, here's the thing about the Creed movies to me: mm-hmm. the love interest part should just be cut. That should be edited out. We don't need yeah. any of that shit. Just give me the boxing. That's all I want. Um, yeah, even the, like it, it was like, man, I can see all the pieces. No. They're better done. It has better actors and all this and blah, blah, blah. But it's just, it's missing the heart. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't get the feels. Like when Michael B. Jordan like gets knocked out and suddenly rises back up, I'm like, I don't get the same feels as when fucking Stallone gets knocked out in like the 14th round yeah. and somehow just wills himself back to back to standing. Like, it, and it has the same scene where it's like Michael B. Jordan wills himself back to coming, standing back up. Yeah. And then you see the his opponent just like instantly break mentally. Yeah. But it's like, man, I don't get the same feels. Like, you don't have the same feels. And it, it, so it's in the end, I'm like, yeah, it's a decent film. It's like five, a six out of 10, maybe a seven out of 10. But yeah, yeah just it's, it's, it's just, and what sucks is that it was trying to be Rocky again and it just can't do it. And I mean, no movie can do that, right? No, it's like you 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 don't lightning doesn't strike twice kind of thing. It's no. very hard to like reclaim that kind of thing. Yeah, but um, yeah. The again, the dumbest thing to me in this movie is like, what is the character of Rocky? Yeah. He is literally the guy who like no matter what happens, he is going to you know crawl and claw himself to the fucking finish line. Yeah. And in this movie, Rocky gets uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which, yep. by the way, is a very, like, if you're going to get a cancer, that's the cancer you want to get. <laughs> um, because it's, it, like, the treatment is so, like, they got it down to. It's, to, like, like, relatively easy. treatable, yeah. It's, no, it's it's more than relatively treatable. It's, like, they, they've got it. They, they figured out how to treat it. Okay. I think if you catch it in stage one, which they said, like, we caught it early in the movie, yeah. there's, like, a 98% chance that there's no more remission. Yeah. So it's it again. It's it's insane. It's crazy how 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 well we've gotten at non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. But St- Stallone gets that, and then he's like, "No, you know, I saw what how I uh, my wife had cancer. Uh, I saw what happened to her. I- I'm good," and just leaves. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wait, Rocky 
Rocky just gave quit up immediately. Yeah. Rocky just quit. Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. And the reason why they do that is because they need to be like, well, we we need more. We need a reason for for Michael B. Jordan to like care about Rocky. So let's have him. Let's have them work together. Like Rocky trains him for the fight of his life, and Michael B. Jordan is there to support him for his cancer. Yeah. And man, it was one of those moments where I'm like, this doesn't make sense in any way to this <laughs> character. It's it's insulting, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, again, it's just weird. I, like, take that part completely out of the movie. It's a completely out of line with what Rocky does. Yeah, you don't need it at all. Tessa Thompson can just like I, she's a great actress, and just like maybe write her better. Pe- maybe have her give her more of a character than <laughs> I'm deaf. I'm I'm going deaf. I make music. I live next door, so we crush puss. Yes, you know, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Maybe narrow down his storyline because he's like, hey. I want to be a boxer because, uh, you know, my dad, I don't know, revenge, Reve- yeah. either. I'm not sure. It's either revenge, living up to something or uh, getting out of the shadow. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, hey, you're a rich finance bro. Cool. OK. <laughs> but you know what? I want to go and punch people. It's like, OK, <laughs> no one wants to train me because of my dad. That doesn't make any sense, but okay. It would be exactly the opposite. Yeah. Every every single human being, every every boxing coach worth anything would be like, yes, come train with me. I will train you for free. Yeah. Come here. Anyway, like, thing, like his character doesn't make sense to begin with. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. It, it's just, the, the, I feel like, again, I feel like the movie was like, we're going to try it again. We're going to change a couple things. But, you know, ultimately, I'm just like, man, it's just, I, I wish they had just narrowed down their approach. Yeah. All right, Dragon, next. Yes. I did something that I would say that best friends do. And what is it that best, fr- best friends do, Dragon? Uh, is it is it take the other person's uh, recommendations and, and yes. actually watch them? It's as if you know what best friends do, but you never do it, Dragon. <laughs> it's just accurate. <laughs> um, so I watched a little movie called Triangle of Sadness, Dragon. Yep. Uh, this Oscar, is on Hulu Oscar right nominated now. for best picture, may I, may I remind you? Okay, uh, this one's on Hulu. Yep. Um, yeah. So I watched it. Is it a Swedish movie? I can't. I don't really. It's from one of those you know countries where they talk funny. I know it's not Swedish. It's a bu- there's a bunch of white people and they talk, talk funny. I don't know. Why would you say Swedish? <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those. I'll look you know. it up. Go ahead. Keep going. Why? Why should be Swedish? <laughs> I honestly. Uh, anyway, wild. Anyway, it was. Uh, it, so this movie is like. How do I put it? It's in it's in three parts, right? Mm-hmm. The first part I fucking loved. It was like this dark comedy about what it means to like uh, about what it, what it, what like like norms are and what you're yeah. expected to do and how like you know rocking the boat will like cause big problems. So a lot of times people don't rock the boat, and it's mm-hmm. all done in this just this scene where a guy's like, "You you told me you were gonna pick up the check today," and then they have an argument. As to like, they're on a date and like the guy tells a woman, like, you told me you were going to pick up the check. And she's yeah. just like, it, you can see in her face. She's like, I'm a, I'm a girl. Girls don't pick up the check. And then they have this big argument over who's making more, more, more money. And he's trying to not rock. He's trying to like keep her there and blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's a fucking great scene. It's, a, it's amazing. It's hilarious. Blah, highly, blah, 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 blah. Highly recommend. By the way, the filmmaker is Swedish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you called me stupid. Uh, yeah, but that was for other things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. No, I'm sorry. Then the second half of this, then the second part of the movie is on yeah. the boat, which again, 
like I thought the second part was genius because it was like, oh, the subtlety of telling me class warfare while putting you on a yacht, which is like, here's the the rich class, which was the all the people who were on the boat. Mm -hmm. Then was like, here's the working class, which is all the people who like you never see in the background. Yeah. And then here's the management class. And like, and those are the the service people. And like, it's such a brilliant way of explaining like basically society. Like the boat is rocking and like the the, the management class is trying to keep everything in order, pretending everything's <laughs> fine. Um, like it, it was so brilliantly done. I loved it so much. It was so genius. Then they get on the island and I'm like, okay, now you guys are going a little bit too, uh, you, you're hitting me over the head a little it, too strong. It, lo- it, lo- it lost you a little bit there. Like the metaphor was gone. It was just out, outright said. Yeah, that was yeah. a problem. Was I, because I still I still like that. I, I thought it was still very fun. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I was just like, man, for, for the brilliance of the first two parts, yeah. the third part loses its brilliance. And mostly just because it, it goes to like, let's hit you over the head with the metaphors. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, oh, here's what happens when someone from working class uh, gets power. And it's like, yeah, no, exactly. They would it, the power would go to their head and they would but, just take over and like just, it does for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, OK, and she, she's just a fucking tyrant, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see the the different people like using their little their little, uh, you know, the, their little ways of getting in into, of, yeah. of getting ahead in life and stuff like that. Uh, and then the ending would take it really ends very abruptly. So I wish there was more of a, a real, a better ending. Yeah. And that, that third part, I wish was a little less like, let's hit you over the head. You know? I get it. I get it. I still think it's great. I mean, honestly, I, everything on that yacht is so good. that like, Yeah. It's just... Like the, the first two parts are 10 out of 10. Yeah. And then the, the third part, I, I'm going to give it like a six or maybe even a seven out of 10. So overall, yeah. it's still like a nine out of 10 movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. So, it's, it's a great so movie. Bad. Highly, do you, highly do you recommend. Think it won, do you think it should have won the Oscar over everything everywhere? <laughs> no. God, no. God, no. No, 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 no. But That's in another year, here's the thing. In another in another year, had this been out last year, I don't even remember what won last year. That, <laughs> I would have been that like insane? this. Isn't that insane? Like any any other year, it would have been like, and but that's a lot of movies this year. I I thought there were a lot of movies this year where I was like, man, any other year, this would have won Best Picture, hands down. But that happens a lot. Like I know, that, I know. You realize that happens a lot where there's like years where you're just like, oh, man, they're just they just picked a movie because they were like, well, there's nothing really. Uh, yeah. There's you know, there's nothing that like all these movies suck. <laughs> Le- Best picture last year was Coda. The the sign, the picture about definitely sign language. The problem is not that I that I never saw it. The problem is I never heard anyone talk about that movie before that before the Oscars. And yeah. I still and people dragon. It wasn't until you just said that that I remembered. Oh, yeah, that movie existed. Yeah. So just yeah. to give you an example. Yeah, it's just. Man, it again, it it's just interesting. Like like Triangle Sadness could have won it last year. Um yeah. All Quiet on the Western Front could have won that it could have won it last year. Tar uh, Tar could have won it. Oh my god. I, I'm yeah, I haven't seen Tar, but I've heard a lot of people be like, Man, that movie any other year would have won the award. For sure. I will say I'm very happy that the Oscars they normally get it wrong. They yeah. got it right this year. I, I agree but, with you. I agree. Top gun, top gun. Should have won the Oscar. Why? Because America, Dragon. 
Mooka, fuck yeah. Because uh, uh, Tom Cruise got people to go back into a movie theater. <laughs> I mean, for real, he actually did. Again, I, I, like, as much as we shit on it, I'm like, Tom Gunn was, like, probably one of the best fucking movie experiences I've had in such it a was, long time. It was fun, which is what people want. It, it was, was fun. It was, it was two things. It was fun, and it was, like, I don't feel like you're talking down to me. Like, I'm a fucking teenage child. Yeah. Like, you're trying to explain the world to me. I feel yeah. like you're just, like, get in the fucking plane. Let's go for a ride. Plane go fast. Let's just have fun. <laughs> plane go fast. Things go vroom. <laughs> Okay? Honestly, some of my favorite shit. Plane go fast. Again, that watching that movie is why I became a Scientologist, Dragon. But part of me, but like a lot of the stuff I liked, I like this year too. Like, like Creed, Creed, good because big men take shirt off and fight. <laughs> like I just, that's what I, want. I know. But normally, a movie like that has like so much shit around it that it's like, oh, I know, God. and you gotta like they're it. trying to pre- they're trying to pretend that Tessa Thompson storyline it matters. And you're just like, oh, God, I don't give a shit. Let's go. Oh, shirt's off. Yay. Yeah. So it's like the great scenes are interrupted by a lot of boringness. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on, Dragon. All right. Thank next. You. Let's go back into what I like to call Berto, Berto Discovers Old Movies Corner. <laughs> great. And basically, what, what I've realized is I do have a lot of holes in my movie knowledge. Yeah. And a lot of them are just older movies. So I'm trying to go back in time and watch these older movies that people consider to be classics. Right. Uh, so I watched 1933's Duck Soup. This is, Dragon, let me sell this to you. Yeah, go. It's an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, sold. <laughs> in. <laughs> Fully in. All right, let me sell it to you. It feels like it's two hours. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Rough, um, rough. So, so 1933, it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's, it still has elements that I find funny. But man, it's hard. Like uh, you just have to accept that like things are not funny from back then. The things from back then are just not funny. I mean, it. but that that makes sense. Like comedy changes. So like, why would the like? It makes sense to me that a comedy, the things that people in the 1930s found funny, like a hundred years later, maybe wouldn't land so hard. Yeah. You know. So it, I will say, like, it's not a bad movie. It's just like, I, it, it was homework to watch. Yeah. You know, and uh, most of the comedy is uh, wordplay humor. <laughs> which i'm like okay that was that seemed like a thing back then especially like uh what's his name um god damn it uh groucho marx like yeah. his his thing was wordplay humor yeah so like you know and unfortunately it's just not no longer it's no longer a thing anymore it's just you know so you watch it and i'm just like man this is not funny anymore yeah but like i'm sure fucking in 1930s people are just fucking having a riot they're losing their shit because they're like oh my goodness he is he said one thing, but then acted like they said another thing. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, basically uh 10 out of 10 for, for that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like how it's like how it would like at one point in our history it would have been like slapstick comedy and that was it. And like in another yeah. point it would have been like sarcasm or, or whatever. Or another point in our comedies, it would have just been like spoof comedies, like mm-hmm. airplane, although airplane's still fucking funny. So it's so a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, it just interesting. By the way, do you know why it's called duck soup? No. So uh, back in the day, it was slang for uh, it's uh, what's it called? It's something easy to do. Really? So the movie and, and the movie is basically um, Groucho Marx becomes the ruler of a land mm-hmm. and kind of just bumbles his way into a war. <laughs> so it's a, so it's, it's a documentary essentially. <laughs> <laughs> he bumbles his way into a war and then bubbles his way into winning the war. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. uh, I'll give you an example. Like, uh, and again, this is something that like I'm going to describe it in a funnier term than it actually was. But I was yeah. like, man, I appreciate what they're doing. I just, it's not the same. And yeah. what it was was like, okay, in order to avoid war, all you have to do is come and like talk to the ambassador. And he's like, of course, why wouldn't I talk to the ambassador? Well, I, he comes here. I'm going to, you know, pull out my hand, shake his hand. We shake hands. We have a nice conversation. War is averted. Yeah. Hmm. But what if he doesn't shake my hand? Man, how dare he not shake my <laughs> hand when I put it out? And then he keeps building it like, how embarrassing that, how could this guy not shake my hand when I offer him my hand? And then when the ambassador shows up, he's like, how dare you not shake my hand? He slaps him. And then war starts. That Yeah, that's, so, exa- that's so, actually yeah. exactly how I think war starts, to be honest. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So... Uh, yeah. So, you know what? I, it's, it was homework. I, I appreciate that. I watched it. I can appreciate the movie, but I can easily say like, I would never go back to it. I, yeah. even people who are like not film, but unless you're watching it as homework, I would be like, nah, it's fine. You can avoid it. Yeah. All right. Next dragon. Yes. I watched a little movie called Anomalisa. Hey. Dragon, you love this movie, right? I watched it. <laughs> I <laughs> remember movie. liking it. I remember like, this is the puppets, right? Yeah. This, well, you kind of, it's like, claymation or stop motion animation one of those i thought it was was just marionettes probably i don't i don't know i don't know i I don't remember i saw it it's weird yeah it's weird yeah um this is a movie that is written and directed by charlie kaufman Mm -hmm. uh has this charlie kaufman style and by the way it's on paramount plus that's how i watched it okay um yeah, this movie was uh normally I like Charlie Kaufman movies because they're fucking weird and they go weirder and weirder and weirder. This one just starts weird and just never progresses. So it just wound up honestly just boring. I, I didn't think it was boring. I, I like I liked it. It's like about a, a puppet that's like having an affair, right? Or something like that. I forget. I I can't remember so it exactly. The anymore. main thing is that he he lives he basically the the main character is uh going yeah he's going he went to a hotel because he's supposed to do a conference on some book he wrote yeah and um it it revealed pretty early that everyone he speaks to looks exactly the same and sounds exactly the same and then he hears someone's voice that's different Mm -hmm. and then he becomes obsessed with that person goes to like you know talks to them crushes that puss they Mm -hmm. gadoosh they Mm -hmm. puppet gadoosh and then um the puppet could you know <laughs> the next day he's like gets annoyed by a couple things that she's doing and then like she slowly transforms into having the same voice as everyone else and that's oh, it interesting I, yeah. it's real it's real charlie kaufman i i gotta say it, like it's go. i would love to say that but it's like it's the start of a charlie it's a, imagine if someone was like charlie kaufman you have a weird here's a re- charlie kaufman hands in a weird script and they go like okay I like the first 20 minutes. Let's just turn that into a whole movie. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but it gets weirder. And there's like, no, 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 no. We're just going to take the first 20 minutes. Yeah, maybe. Like it, it seemed like the, the, a good 20 minutes, a good 20 minutes of a Charlie Kaufman film that they just turned into a movie. Maybe. Yeah. I, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm just used to him going weirder. And I love the, the weirder he goes, the more in I am. Yeah. Right. All his fucking movies are fucking weird as fuck. Right. Do you think that do you think that maybe he was relying on the puppet thing? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Like man, being John Malkovich is fucking genius, right? You know I've never seen uh, it. Really? Yeah. I, would I don't su- know. I, would I, suggest I, it. I don't know how. I don't know how. I haven't seen it, but I just haven't. It's connected to the the New York is yeah. like, man, I watched that earlier in, or last year and I was like this could be one of the most genius things I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's and I understand anyone being like I didn't like it. It was weird. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how fucking weird it was. And same thing for uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Yeah. I'm Thinking wow, of Ending Things was that? so good. It was so good. But again, I I can understand anyone who's like, I just could. I didn't understand it. I, yeah. It was so weird. I would be like, yeah. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. Super accurate. Tell it, you. There's nothing I can tell you to there's nothing I can tell you to change your mind. Yeah. Um, I read Schenectady. I, um, I saw, I feel like when I was in college and mm-hmm. I, I remember just being like, this is depressing and weird. And that's, that. that's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's the movie. <laughs> yeah. Depressing, weird, and, uh, weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the movie. Uh, anyway, um, very fun. Very fun, Berto. All right. I, Next dragon. Yes. I watched a little movie called Spree. Have you heard of this movie? I don't think so. Good, because uh, no one should have. <laughs> um, so this is on Hulu. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched it because the podcast was talking about it. Okay. And um, basically, do you know uh, Joe Keery? He's from mm. uh, Stranger Things. He's the guy with the hair on, on Stranger Things. Google him and you'll, you'll be like, okay. oh, that guy. Yep. But anyway. The guy um, with the hair. Oh, I think I know. I think I know what this movie is. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Keep going. So he is... He basically is, uh, he's like an Uber driver, except they can't call it Uber, so they call yep. it Spree. Yep, I got it. I know. It. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, and he then, I guess, has a, I'm going to say air quote, psychotic break, and uh, go, starts going on his killing spree. Okay. Um, yeah, this movie, so I'll, I'll say this, Joe Keery, very mm-hmm. good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the one thing that they nailed was the fact that these guys are all, like, anytime you have a, a spree killer or a fucking serial killer, they're just fucking losers. Yep. And that's, it's just pathetic nothings trying to make something of their life, even yep. though they have nothing. Yep. And that is exactly this movie. He plays it perfectly. He is as cringy as, as you can imagine. <laughs> he thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, basically, he's taking people on a ride and then killing them mostly by, uh, because he poisoned the water. He was offering them water bottles, and he po- he put poison in the water bottles. Fucking lazy, lazy. Yeah, that's the thing. He's just lazy and annoying, and he's doing this just to get followers. He's live streaming it the whole time. Um, uh, so I'm gonna say this: if you like, this is one of those movies where it's like, man, if you guys want to write a script, you should like leave LA once in a while, because <laughs> wow, this movie is just wearing everything on its on its uh, on its vest. Yeah, it's like, of course. He, the first person he picks up is a white guy. And of course, he's saying racist things. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, he picks up another guy. And there's and they, they since he's a rideshare app, yeah. they, they like the two people share a car a, tr- a car together. And of course, yeah. the, the guy starts like hitting on the woman all creepily. And I'm just like, man, this is so over the top and bad. Like it, it's as if every single person they, they, they he chose to he chose to pick up is like the worst example of a human being. Yeah. Uh, except of course for the the female lead lead she like she's the one who ultimately stops him uh, that makes uh, sense yeah a black female comedian whose uh, entire and she's a she's a stand-up comedian that's her job in the movie mm-hmm. her entire act is that she's a black stand-up comedian <laughs> and guess what she her jokes are about it, being, being a black, black stand-up comedian being black and being a woman yeah so of course it's all the jokes of like Oh, so I got in a rideshare app and, you know, this guy started hitting on me all creepily. And everyone's like, oh, and it's like, what a creep, right? And then everyone laughs, you know? Yeah. So are you mad because she's attacking you specifically? Or? Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm mad because it's like the worst form of comedy where it's like, uh, I'm not punching. It's the- all comedy. All comedy is comedy about your life. Like, I don't understand what the problem with that is. No, d- trust me. If you watch this, uh, here's the thing. If you're going to have a stand up comedian. And it like be a and her be like a funny stand up comedian. Get a stand up comedian to write the set. 
That's true. That you should you bad. should do that. You should do they, that. They they specifically had her go after a guy who who bombed. Mm-hmm. And in and the movie shows you the guy bombing, and then the movie shows you her set. And I'm like, man, this movie really should have should have it because to me they're the same person. <laughs> they're doing the same fucking jokes. It's bad. It's bad. And it's just bad. It's the movie is basically just saying like, look at what social media is bad. It's making people do anything for likes and followers and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, man, this movie again. It's it when you start to see these things in movies, you can't unsee them. That's the problem. <laughs> And I saw that a lot in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. And also the movie was just bad. I don't yeah. know how it has 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't isn't know. That, how. Isn't that funny sometimes where you're just like, what happened here? Yeah, who liked this movie? Oh, probably just movie reviewers from LA. <laughs> who are like, who are who basically are like, I'm glad this black female comedian killed this white guy who's a, a serial killer. Am I right? Yeah. And then they all yeah. high five. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but with the movie, was the movie good? It's like, yeah. that's not what's important here. <laughs> It's like, all right, guys. Oh, oh is someone waking oh, up? Yep. Uh, nine ten. Somebody slept. Let's see if I can get him to go back to sleep. Okay. I was about to move him, and he probably sensed it and was like, "I'm gonna start waking up." Yeah. No, he looks like he's going back to sleep. Okay, good. Yeah. That means I can't move him. He's uh, my arm's asleep, but it's okay. Yeah, you're stuck there. Sorry. Yeah. All right, next dragon. Yeah. I watched a little movie called The Bye Bye Man. Horror Never movie. heard of it. Never heard Netflix. of it. Netflix. Okay. Uh, it's about if you say the name the bye bye man, which I just did, he yeah. uh starts to haunt you. Oh, okay. And the way the way he haunts you is he makes you he gives you visions. Uh-huh. And um yeah, he doesn't kill anyone directly. He just makes you do bad things with his visions. Oh. Okay. It's a bad horror movie, really bad horror movie. I just did not like, did not enjoy terrible. terrible. Like it's an interest it's an interesting concept where it's like if you say his name, like uh it, 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 if you say his name. Mm-hmm. It'll bring him it'll bring him to you. And if you if like if I tell you the name, then you're going to say his name. And then so a lot of it is like, oh, I have to find the people who I told the name to. Yeah. And make sure they didn't spread the name anywhere. Oh, I see. So think of it like a virus. So it's like it's like um, what is the videotape one uh, where the, the ring? It's like the ring. Where you yes. have to like stop people from but, watching the tape or whatever. Or you yeah. them to. I don't know. The one of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, just bad, bad, bad movie, bad premise. I uh, know yeah. the premise is decent. It's just the movie was bad. The execution yeah. was really bad. That's too bad. Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss shows up in the movie like with maybe 30 minutes to go. And I'm like, is that Carrie Ann Moss? And I was like, oh, my God, that is. And then she has like three lines and leaves. <laughs> I mean, look, you, you got you to start somewhere. <laughs> start somewhere. She's. It seems like she's ending somewhere. Or that. Yeah. All right. Linky's waking up. Yeah, I see that. I could have put him down because my neck hurts because, okay. of course, I'm old and I slept on it wrong. That that sounds like you. Would you like to pause while we do that? No. Okay. No. Keep going then. See him? You see him? I do see him. Don't get him excited. Um, all right. Finally, let me talk one more movie uh, and then the rest I'll leave for next week. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I watched a little movie, Dragon, called Frankenhooker. <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> um, just a ridiculous... Fun yep. 80s action, uh, sorry, 80s horror movie mm-hmm. with just ridiculous fun. Yeah, it's, it's truly ludicrous. I really like yeah. it. Alejandro loved it. Yeah, <laughs> checks out. Yeah, no, it's one of those movies. Honestly, it's one of those movies where it's like, this is just stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. It's a dumb idea. I fucking love the idea. I loved it. it. Who made it? Uh, The the movies? The movie studio? Yeah, uh, yeah, like the... It was, 
I think it was I can't like oh, I'm looking at the names and they don't sound familiar, but it's no. Uh yeah, I I know that they're known for making a bunch of these. Like they make basket case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they just make schlocky dumb horror movies. Yeah. And it's like, man, and it's like straight to horror, straight to video horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Which were so much fun back in the day. Yeah. God, this movie is so much. The, I, I just remember the uh the accent for the main guy is hilarious. Everything about yeah. it is just good. And they call him I mean, he's got a ridiculous over the top Jersey accent. Yeah, really over the top. <laughs> and like, it's just funny. The scenes where he's, because basically the premise is his wife is killed in a uh, freak lawnmower accident. Yep. <laughs> and he um, keeps pieces of her because he's trying to reanimate her. Yeah. And then he has to go and find a bunch of hewis. Yep. To uh, create, to, to, he basically his to, plan To like rebuild is, her. <laughs> basically his plan is, I'm going to take one of these women and like put my wife's brain in there. And that's, yeah. then I have my wife back. Yeah. But what happens is he like so and again, another freak accident. Um, all the women blow up. So he just puts pieces of all the women together and makes I, one Frankenhooker. As you do, as you do. <laughs> but uh yeah, fucking ridiculous, stupid movie. Loved it. Yeah, agreed. Agreed on Frankenhooker. All right. Uh so I'm gonna end it there. Okay. Um and then, by the way, that was for Joe Bob. Did I mention that was for Joe Bob Quarter? I don't know, but that makes sense. And they, when Joe Bob did it, didn't he have the like main actor on it? I think he had the the, the producer or whoever. I was like, the producer. The people in charge of the movie, which yeah. is so interesting because you hear their take on like how they used to make movies back in the days. Yeah, because it's just so much fun. It's like, oh, we make a we make we come up with a title. Yeah, we make a poster, then get investors, <laughs> then then we make the movie. And normally so we make good. the movie over the span of like 20 days. Yeah, if that. Which, yeah, that's, that was the canon model. They did yeah. that with everything, fashion movies. That's why canon movies are so memorable because they're so <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> they're uh, just, you, you got to remember, sometimes movies are just for fun. <laughs> that's what I loved about it so and much. That's, that and they, that is okay. <laughs> yeah, they just made movies for fun. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's get into I'm trying to distract you with the baby. I know, I see that. All right, let's get into the final segment, Dragon. Okay. Ah, Dragon, yes. we did it. All we right, sure did. we made it to our last segment. We sure did. Dragon at the movies. Dragon, I chose this week, right? Yes, you did. I chose, and of course, it's Man's Man's March. So for <laughs> Man's Man's March, I chose the 1986 classic Cobra. Yes. It's one hour, 27 minutes. On HP, it's currently on HBO. Uh, it is directed by George Cosmatos, Cosmatos, uh, and it is starring Sylvester Stallone as the titular Cobra and yes. Paula Goslin as uh, I don't know the chick. Yeah, random chick. broad. <laughs> Bridget Nielsen, obviously. Oh yes, Bridget Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I don't know. Other people. Yeah, Dragon. The point is, it's starring Sylvester Stallone, Dragon. We need to get into this bad boy, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and give me one of your world-famous Dragon at the Movies synopsis. Oh, God. I Okay, Cobra is about a, uh, a, a cop, Sylvester Stallone, who doesn't play by the rules. And in order to catch a, a killer or killers, he breaks a lot of rules. I guess he breaks a lot of rules. I don't know how to say. It. <laughs> he I mean, ba- he he basically has to like protect Bridget Nielsen from getting murdered by uh uh 
murderer or murderers as, murderer. as they as they figure out. And that's okay. the movie. I mean, I'm gonna say yes. Oh, I'm gonna I... say yes. You nailed it. Thank you. I did a good job. Okay. <laughs> I did not do a good They're job. Just missing one thing, right? What hilarity ensues? Yeah, that's it. Now you <laughs> nailed it. All right, Dragon, let's yes. start with a little thing, okay? And that is, okay. well, number one, as we've stated before, we are a Sylvester Stallone podcast yes. that event every now and then goes into Verhoeven. Yes, that, that is, I thought I thought it was the other way around. I just can't wait until we get the, the Sylvester Stallone Verhoeven crossover. Oh my God, that would movie. be amazing. But yeah, anyway, at some point, we are going to complete all of Sylvester Stallone's movie, mm-hmm. all right? It will be sad when we have to watch Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, but you know what? We will get it done. We will do it. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay, let's no. Let's start with a little background to this movie. Dragon. Okay, go. I want you to know. Do you know where this movie came from? Where it came from? I like how I, it came to be. Oh, I, I assume have, you don't know anything. So I'll just tell you no how, how this movie yeah. came to be. Yeah. So Sylvester Stallone was supposed to do Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. And Stallone started rewriting the script as Stallone does every time he's in the eighties. Stallone was God. So he yep. was just like, the moment he gets the role, he starts to rewrite the script. To be fair, he made Rocky, so... Again, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He, he could... Do you understand that if Stallone cures cancer tomorrow, he comes mm-hmm. out and he's like, guys, I've cured cancer. And it's like, oh my goodness, it's, it's true. He cured cancer. Yeah. His, his obituary will still be Sylvester Stallone... Rocky. Star of Rocky. <laughs> Writer, also, director, who, star and then, of Rocky. Like, it, uh, what's it called? And then, comma... He also cured cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be star director, star star producer, whatever, everything yeah, of, yeah, Brian, yeah, of yeah. Rocky. Also, he cured cancer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Real low on his list of accomplishments yeah. in, in terms of what he did for humanity. <laughs> he so anyway, he was he was hired to do Beverly Hills Cop, started yep. rewriting the script. Yep. Um and then at some point they were like, "You added so much to this movie; it's gonna have to double our. Uh, we're gonna have to double our budget in order yeah. to make this movie." And they were and like, "And we're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not gonna double the budget." And then eventually, like, I, I'm not sure how, but you know, they they just decided not to go with them. Then they yeah. went with uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, hilarity ensued, and Stallone was like, "Oh, I got the premise of this. I got a good piece of this uh, of this script done. Let me just finish it and make its own movie." turns it into cobra uh what a, what a weird movie this movie came out yeah the week at was uh came out in theaters the week after top gun came out the producers went and by the way it was ken films mm-hmm. the producers went fuck well, there's no way in hell we can compete with top gun yeah. they edited out 50 minutes of this movie five zero five zero how long was That's- the movie originally uh, over it was supposed to be two hours and 15 minutes holy shit it was and they said like 10 minutes of that was was to turn it into an r rating because it was uh x rating that's how bloody and violent it was <laughs> that checks out <laughs> and um the other 40 minutes was all plot stuff that's huh. why this plot makes almost no sense well it's yeah so i was thinking that when we were watching when i was watching it because i was like there's like this whole cult aspect of this movie that is basically hinted at and never gone into, never gone into. So it makes so much more sense. It's almost like um, they live kind of plot, I, I would say, or like a, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like a, 
you can tell that there's like a big thing going on in the in the underground of this movie and it's like so they, they called it what the new world order or something like that and it's uh yeah it's not explored at all so that no. makes so much more sense there's That's- so much missing from this movie there's 40 minutes of, to- of of plot missing from this movie it makes a lot of sense right yeah it does it does now here's a here's a funner thing yeah uh so al leong who's a famous like martial arts choreographer mm-hmm. was supposed to play the the villain Okay. Um, it, this is 1986. Mm-hmm. People protested because they were like, "What? Another Asian man who's gonna play the bad guy?" And uh, the movie relented, and then went, "All right, I guess we'll just hire a white guy." Yeah. I, so, how does that make good sense? Good job. Good job, protesters. <laughs> You're t- so oh. so basically. So the guy that got hired instead is that sweaty white guy that, yep. that's in this movie. Sweaty white guy. He was supposed who to be has, played by an Asian actor. Has no dialogue at, at all. Barely has any time. and is barely on screen because you can yep. tell he kind of sucks at what he's doing. Well, yeah, because they had a, they had a well, he was supposed to be a martial arts choreographer. He was supposed to be doing some karate fighting, I'm assuming. Yeah. But because they were protesting, were like another Asian bad guy. How dare you? They went. All right. I guess no, no Asian characters then. Cool. <laughs> what a great compromise, everybody. Good job. Progress. Good job, team. <laughs> That's what we call progress. Jesus Christ. That, <laughs> Inclusivity. This, this movie would have been so much funner if it was like the like uh, all American fucking what is his the, name? Marion Cabretti, the all American yeah. Cobra co- super cop against like a fun like fight with your hands kind of kung fu style. Yes, that I would know. have been so much fun. Especially that last fight scene. It would have like been so much so good. Instead, it just becomes two guys like throwing bad punches. Well, it's also like it. There's so much like I assume that would have helped with all the like. There's so much gun stuff in this mm-hmm. that it's like the gunfights are not fun to watch, right? Like no. they're not like they're you not cinematic. Really, they're not. It's you have to inherently. really make it like yeah. yeah you have not to really inherently cinematic. You have to really try to make gunfights exciting mm-hmm. and like. And even I'm sure, and some like you watch it sometimes where it's like movies from the '80s where the gunfights were exciting. Yeah. But then they like lose interest because, like, you know, movies progress; they make more exciting gunfight scenes. Yeah. Just like fight scenes back in the day, they look terrible. Nowadays, they they're much better choreographed. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> and like the nowadays, like the you can you can help that choreography a little bit with like some kind of like little effects or camera tricks or whatever to like make it look even more you know fighty than it actually is fighty yes yes fighty that's the technical (laughs) term i believe (laughs) Um, that does make a lot more sense though just like given the given what was in the movie (laughs) yeah and by the way uh basically what was what was said that anytime stallone was on set Mm -hmm. he's the director yeah Uh, the actual director was like apparently nobody liked him he screamed all the time And nobody liked him. So, like, Stallone essentially directed this movie and the other guy, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, my brain. I, I was just uh, Cosma- at it. Kamat- Cos- Cosmatos. 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 He was, you could say he's the assistant director. <laughs> it's funny because I, part of me is like, it, it does not feel to me like Sylvester Stallone would allow that kind of shitty, um, shittiness on set. You know what I mean? Like, it, it feels like, Sylvester Stallone would get yelled at by a director and he'd be like, or not he would get yelled at, he would hear somebody else get yelled at and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I don't know. It but might have been know. like Stallone, Stallone had too much on his plate. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah. also just be like Stallone at that point was just a 
dude, the douche just fucking everyone gets mad at him because he's yeah. rewriting every script. Because that's that's his thing. He like he'll get, excuse me, he'll get a script and then start rewriting it. The same thing happened with uh, what's it called? The what's that other movie you watched? Um, Demolition Man. Oh yeah. He got the script and then started rewriting it. I wonder what Demolition Man was originally supposed to be. It was supposed to be a lot more about class warfare. Oh, that you know what? That would have made sense, honestly, with that with yeah. the plot of Demolition Man. Um. Anyway, should we go back to Cobra? Yes, let's go back to Cobra. Okay. All right. Uh, now, Dragon. Let, well, like, not go back to it. We should get into it because we haven't yeah. started yet. Oh yeah, true, true. I feel like we kind of have, but that's okay. All right. So, I what I texted you. As I was watching this movie, do you remember yeah. what I said? No, I don't remember. Remind I, me. I texted you, I'm two minutes into this movie. I fucking nailed it. <laughs> Listen, the opening the opening hostage scene in this movie is hilarious. Just that, ridiculous. I, I texted you before I even got to the hostage scene. <laughs> Number one, it was crime stats. They just text crime t- stats and then had cool imaging. That's when I started texting you, which is the guy on the motorcycle, the gang's like clanging you know access yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason for, for some reason that's never explained because we we're missing an hour of the movie <laughs> <laughs> i even wrote down like there's way i'm gonna have way too many notes for this movie because i was just jotting like well typing in my phone yeah, like yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. while i was watching this um yeah you have the robber who goes into a place why does he go in there no idea what what was he accomplishing i don't know he wanted a news camera that's all i know for what good question we'll never know We'll never know. Uh, yeah, we'll never know. Why? Because fucking Cobra comes in. They, they're <laughs> like, I don't know if we should bring Cobra in here. And then they bring him in. And what does he do? He just comes in, shoots the guy and kills him. And then my favorite part was after he saves everyone. And then the newscaster was like, what about, you know, why did you have to start shooting your guns? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That's, watch. And in my head, I was like, well, Stallone then like grabs him. He's like, won't you tell the families of the people yeah, yeah, you killed? Yeah. And I'm like, that's it. That's what I'm fucking talking about, Stallone. <laughs> Get those libtards. Am That's I right, our Dragon? goddamn Stallone. That's right. That's right, bro. Get those libtards. <laughs> That's what I was screaming at while watching this movie. <laughs> well, I, the, so the whole time watching that, I was like, in no situation would a cop get yelled at for shooting this guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. In truly no situation. Oh, a man no, no, took it, hostages well, no, and he, then was killed? Weird. <laughs> but he he would. It's just later on and not not when he's around because, of course, they don't have the balls to say that to someone's face. <laughs> This guy did. The true the true hero of the story is that one uh, reporter <laughs> <laughs> right. that calls Stallone out. Yeah, Stallone, who's, by the way, do you know how much of a, like, and I, again, Stallone in this movie plays a, a man's man, right, Dragon? Yeah, Why? he does. Yeah. Why? What is he, oh, he comes home. What does he eat? He eat. fucking has a frozen pizza, cuts cuts a piece off the, of the pizza, takes it out from the freezer, mind The you. freezer. That doesn't make any, I was like, okay. He opens his freezer. He takes out two things, a pizza box, okay, and a carton of eggs, okay? Yes. And, like, the carton of eggs ends up not being eggs. But I but I was, like, immediately, like, I'm sorry, what is going on? And why is this happening? And then he takes the pizza. He takes it, which is ostensibly frozen, right? This pizza would mm-hmm. have to be frozen. And he takes the scissors, and he cuts the tip of the pizza off of the scissors, and then throws everything down, and then eats the tip of the pizza, that makes no sense. I want to know what, what the what 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 is what was happening there. He's he's watching. He's counting. He's calorie counting. He's that ma- still tracking, doesn't make sense. He's tracking his macros. That right? still doesn't make sense. What does Stallone do throughout this movie? He always looks at other people and he's like, "You're eating shit. You're putting shit into your body." He does this four <laughs> times in the movie. Dragon. 
<laughs> he does actually. He he's like, so, he, but it's because there's a character who his his main character trait is that he eats candy. Mm-hmm. And then he always, Stallone always tells him, "You're you're you're putting shit into your body." Still, the what's in the what's her name? Bridget Nielsen. She he he when he's talking to her, she's eating like nachos or something, and he's like, "Oh, that's disgusting. You can't. How are you eating that?" Mm-hmm. It's like Bridget Nielsen is a model. Yeah. She doesn't even know that nacho cheese exists. Supermodel Bridget Nielsen, six foot tall. <laughs> Supermodel Bridget Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, I, I kind of, I, I thought that was funny, as if, as if Sylvester Stallone isn't putting straight steroids into his body at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and then, just shooting by the way, steroids on set and directly into his ass. And what does the egg? What does the egg carton have, Dragon? Uh, it had what was it like a gun or something? I'd forget. It had, no, it had it had cleaning. It had the cleaning stuff to clean his gun. Why is he keeping that stuff in the freezer? Is that a gun thing? Like, are you supposed Let's to keep your cleaning supplies in the freezer to like keep even them or something? It, by the way, even if we can say like I don't know, he had a weird. He has a weird fridge that the 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 fridge part is the freezer and the freezer part is the fridge. Why is he keeping that in the fridge? I can't, Berto. I have no idea. Watch some gun expert be like, "Uh, that is obviously because the the cleaning solution <laughs> that you use for your gun actually is better at uh, exactly thirty three degrees Fahrenheit." Well, this is one thing is that all my gun expertise comes literally from movies. So yeah, just... <laughs> I have never, I've touched, I've fired a gun once in my life. So yeah, I never have. So um, <laughs> oh, you should do it. I had, I did it once. It was amazing. I had a ball. That's it. Everybody tells me that. Like everybody's like, you would love it. You should absolutely do it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You think you would love it you should but try it go to a gun but range it's scary. scary we have a friend we i know someone whose uh job is he he's he said he's an arms dealer the other day but his job is he like rents out guns for like uh what do you call it for for movie sets or yeah. tv sets yeah and uh, i bet you if an i talk to him <laughs> yeah he's an arms dealer i bet you if i talk to him he'll he'll like he'll you know he'll, he'll you know a gun Pick will fall off the back of a, <laughs> a truck and then I'll you put can the just back try of a, movie, a, a movie set yeah, truck. A movie set truck. And then he'll let you like, you know, play with it for a little bit, fire it yeah, up yeah, in the yeah, air, yeah. and then like, you know, we'll just put it back. No one, no one's the wiser, right? That seems totally, like totally, such totally a bad idea. won't go to jail for that. Nope. No, no, no. Not New York <laughs> totally City for sure. Not. For sure. <laughs> Listen, I was just on jury duty. I know exactly what happens just, if you're caught with a gun. <laughs> me, I feel like me suggesting that is illegal in New York City. <laughs> Yeah, New oh, York has a, has a real zero tolerance policy when it comes to Well, firearms. not anymore, Dragon. Not anymore? Why? What happened? They repeal well, that? Well, kind of. We we now have the, uh, we, we can now have the uh, concealed carry. Really? Or, or at least it's easier to have concealed carry. Yeah, they found that un- unconstitutional. In New York State, you couldn't have concealed carry or some shit like that. I, it was something like that. Interesting. In New York Don't you City, remember the governor was like, oh my God, we're going to all die of guns because now gun control is no longer around? No, I don't remember that. Wow, I'm gonna send you news articles, Rogan. Okay, thank you. After this, summarize. Just summarize it for me. I'm not gonna read the article. <laughs> you act like I read the article. I just read the I headlines. Need, I need a th- I need a uh, two sentence max summary. <laughs> do you Do you want me to send you the headline? Do you want me to summarize the headlines? Because again, I only read the headlines. <laughs> no, thank you. It's not you. like I know what's happening. I don't have an intrinsic intrinsic knowledge of anything. <laughs> I'm literally talking out my ass right now. At all times, right? At all times. I'm like you, some, you are you are exactly happened. like Cobra. <laughs> I'm like, something happened and this person was mad at it. So mm-hmm. that's how I know whether I should be for it or against it. Um, okay. Anyway, back to Cobra. So, okay. So yeah, we, we really digressed. All right. Yeah. Dragon. <laughs> We've only been digressing. So here's the thing. Uh, again, this plot is thin because they cut out so much of it, right? Stallone knows <laughs> thin is, that there's- Thin so, is fucking water. <laughs> the, the premise of the movie is there's a serial killer around. 
and uh, Cobra wants to hunt them down, but he can't. You know why, Dragon? Because the rules. Because the rules. Because if you because the 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 killer's not not following the rules, so why should I? Yeah. Well, the killer. That's the thing. The the, the cops are like, no, we have rules. Mm-hmm. We can't just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what Stallone's plan I would actually, be without I don't, rules. I don't know. Well, that was the thing. I was like, well, what rules is he planning on breaking? Like, what is it? My my other favorite thing with this movie is, okay, so Stallone gets attacked at his house, right? And he kills mm-hmm. the multiple people who attack him, right? You're, you're pushing ahead, but yeah, go ahead. I am. But he, but this has to do with I don't, police work, I guess. So he then and then he goes to Bridget Nielsen, right? And And he's talking about how the killer is still on the loose. I was like... Sylvester, what do you mean the killer singular is still on the loose? You just killed two men at your house. Did you think that was unrelated? Like, did you like, <laughs> like did you not investigate who those men were? Like, and I, despite I'm all this, the so cops confused. are still like, nope, it's just one killer. One it's one person. singular it's, man. It's a serial killer and Stallone, because they're hunting a serial killer. And Stallone is like, I think it might be more than one person. Yeah. Right? And it's like. So, by the way, they finally like Stallone is like, well, he's just gonna keep killing someone until they until they unleash me. Yeah. And what do they do, Dragon? When they unleash him, they're like, go, go, do your thing. And what yeah. does he do? He just goes to like tattoo parlors, goes to bars, and he's like, hey, have you guys heard anything? He does Gets old. Nothing he from does old fashioned on the on the ground police work, and he it fails. does the detective. <laughs> he does detective work, which I'm like, oh, good job. Go to people who might know something. Ask around. You know, grab someone aggressively. <laughs> they say no, and then keep going. It does then, make the it does make the question like, what was the what was the non rule breaking? Like, yeah. like, the rule, the non rule breaking is you're not allowed to go out and ask people questions. I guess <laughs> it's like those are the rules that he's breaking. So weird. So finally, the and by the way, the way that they the way that they get their first clue is that the killer tries to kill Bridget Nielsen and she runs away. Yeah. She, so she now they have him. someone who saw them, saw the guy who, by the way, who saw them. What does she do? She tells them the description and they get a, a picture, which was hilariously bad. Oh, you, what are you talking about? That's the best police sketch I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I could, Stallone, I could do a better police sketch and I can't draw. <laughs> my favorite part of that was Stallone then took the picture and was like, I'm going to go home and, and check out the files in my house. And I'm like, yo, he brought files home to his house? Well, so the other thing that I was like, so when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, they're going to make a joke. They're going to make a joke about this picture. And they don't make a joke about the picture. No, it no. is not played for laughs. And that is even weirder. Do you think that that's part of the 40 minutes that was cut out? <laughs> like jokes? Mm-hmm. Do you think jokes were cut out? Because this this must have almost been a comedy. Right? I, I, that's what it felt like. Again, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Okay, that Maybe. makes sense. Maybe, do you think that do you think that like hilariously bad sketch was part of Beverly Hills Cop? And still <laughs> they just brought it from the set. Stallone just like brought it. <laughs> brought it into this one because he was like that was a good bit we're gonna we're gonna do that and they're like yeah but sly it doesn't doesn't go with the movie like this movie isn't a comedy mm-hmm. he's like no keep it in it'll be great yeah and Stallone, of course goes home he can't back up his car for some reason he can't parallel park it's i'm so- convinced of it because the times he parks his cars he front he he pulls in frontward rather than he backing does. into the spot because he's got enough spot for his space for his own spot but he's just yeah. like fuck it i'm gonna hit this other car because because I refuse to parallel park because a was, man dragon, a man does not a man's man does not parallel park. Apparently his giant 1950s car. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was confused by that, too, because I was like, well, the guy that he hit 
like to, to like pu- he pushes a car out of the way so he could get into the spot without parallel parking. Yes. The guy that he hit was wearing a wire. Stallone rips his shirt, exposes the wire, and then nothing happens. That's well, it. Well, again, I feel like it's supposed to be that he is a informant and he basically is like, if you fucking say anything to me, I'm going to tell all your friends, all but your he, gang friends that you're but, an informant. But he outs him in that moment by exposing the wire on his shirt. And I thought the guy was like going to cover it up real fast or like strip it off. But he doesn't do any of that. He just goes back to the car it's with his good, shirt wide open. a good fucking point. Listen, it doesn't like I was like, I don't understand what's going on. Do you think that was a big subplot? Whereas like this guy with the wire is like part of like this, the the underground, like people with the with the axes that are clicking. I feel it? like maybe I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. We have to find that. We have to find the Stallone. The cut. director's cut. <laughs> we have to find the the Stallone cut, Dragon. I bet it exists. I bet Stallone you it does. Probably too. We has it, it at his house, and he's just waiting to like some copyright. Expert. He's gonna he he's gonna it. re-edit it like he did uh, Rocky Four. <laughs> did that make Rocky Four better? I don't remember what the. I, what the I never saw it, is. and I was looking to find it. It's not. It's not streaming anywhere. No, no. I will. I Dragon. I promise you, I will find it. I will watch it. I will tell Thank you. you. You'll take one for the team. Yeah. watch the the director's cut of Rocky Four. First, take one for the team. What did I say when we saw that movie? I said that that was the height of cinema, and <laughs> everything since then has just been a slow decline, a slow descent. It's a descent into madness. Um, yeah, I thought that was very like. There's so many things in this where I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And I think that I now that you like told the- me about the the like cutting out a bunch of time. I'm going to just go ahead and blame all those things that don't make sense on that, even though that's probably also not accurate. I mean, uh, one thing I read that a lot of the plot holes are attributed because of that. Like yeah. Stallone is in. So basically, the, the group tries to kill Bridget Nielsen again. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. You know, I guess they're just thirsty. They're but just thirsty I, to kill her. Here's what I don't understand. So she's she can ID the main guy. Right. So mm-hmm. they are like they're like, we have to kill her. Yes. But in doing so, they just like show themselves to a bunch of other people. Like that doesn't yes. make any sense. I know. Like doesn't we got, we sense. better we better go ahead and show ourselves to every police officer looking looking for we us need, specifically. We need to we need to let the police know that we're that it's multiple of us out there mm-hmm. just to kill this one character. It's so so stupid. Um. Anyway, what what else? Stall- you Stallone also mentions that there's a mole in the police department. Yeah, which he figures out right away. He figures out right away. It's also barely gone into like to this point. I'm like, I guess it was the female cop. It of course it was the female cop. What do you mean? I know, guess? I know. It was no, explicitly no, like the female cop. But it's like the movie was just like never showed her, like showed her once before. Never showed her as part of the investigation. Like they, you think that I, I bet you it's in the editing that like she had a bigger part in the movie, or they had more scenes with her beforehand. I would actually so argue. That way- I would argue that her part in this movie is is big. Like she, I I would argue that she's the main bad guy because she's shown just as much as the other ba- is the main bad guy, the sweaty <laughs> that's guy. That's not a selling point because the bad guys aren't shown that much. <laughs> I know, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, like clearly, she is like one of the head bad guys just by virtue of the amount of minutes she's on the screen. <laughs> okay, okay, you know what? Okay, fine. I will. I won't argue with you just now. Okay, maybe later. Okay, you can argue with me later then. Can we talk about the Fast and Furious scenes? Yes, sure. Stallone is like, I have a witness. I have the only witness, the only piece of evidence that is in this case is yes. sitting next to me, a person. Yes. Bad guys are chasing me, but yeah. also I'm going to chase the bad guys too. He bad- has a giant shootout fucking fight. Like 
doing yeah. th- literally doing Fast and Furious moves. He does yes, the spinning yes, yes. thing in the car, shoots sure people, does. spins back around. He's yeah. fucking jumping over stuff with his car. He, he's got the nitro boosters. I, that oh my god, he he has the he has the literal nitrous like switch that you like open mm-hmm. up and switch in your car so it can go 120 miles an hour where that car would just disintegrate there's no it's simply no way that car could go that fast yeah but that was hilarious too because you can see like you know they did like stunt driving and shit right it did good stunt driving it's pretty you good can see you can see every time that car goes over like a big bump you see the two guys in the car who are like the stunt people in the car like hit the roof of the car and come back down like she would have been dead she would have been yeah. concussed at least oh yeah ridiculous ridiculous especially not that wearing seatbelts yeah why are they it's a 1950s car it probably doesn't even have seatbelts like, no. don't worry they got the whole shit bar <laughs> don't worry when we roll it'll be fine because you just hold on to this bar just you'll be okay roll. dunk and roll <laughs> with the car if you go with it, then it won't it won't hurt you. It's like turning into the spin, you know, like yeah. you know, like when you start losing control of your car, you start fishtailing, you turn into it. It's mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> that was oh, man. that was that's what that's what Stallone meant by breaking the rules. He meant endangering the life of the person he's supposed to save <laughs> through his actions. Oh man. Uh and then of course Stallone. Here's the thing. Here's, there's a couple things. Let me just say a couple things before we move on, because next oh. is the Gadushin scene, right? Yes, sure. Uh, number one, the lighting game in this movie is fucking 10 out of 10. Stallone is like, I don't care what the plot is. I don't care what we're doing. I got to make sure the light, the lighting is perfect. Yeah. I got to make sure I enter the scene in a certain way, leave yeah. the scene. The lighting is perfect on me, the gun, whatever's trying to emphasize how cool I am. I agree. I agree with you. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> and Stallone, the healthiest boy, constantly reprimanding people on what they're eating. He never sleeps. No. <laughs> how are you that ripped and you don't sleep that doesn't make sense Berta, we all know nobody needs to sleep all right gains yeah. gains are made in the uh on three hours of sleep and apples <laughs> and and uh, a, a third of a pizza pie yeah a third of a pizza slice <laughs> one third of one slice of, of one pizza <laughs> never does a push-up no but gets gets jacked by just cleaning his gun the, the that's the mo- that's the least realistic part of this is that Stallone would have taken like four hours every morning to hit the gym. <laughs> yeah, right. He's he like, would've... hold on, I got to do my I got to do my hour my hour long workout. Yeah. Then my cardio. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, now I'm ready. I need my eight hours of sleep. Okay, yeah. it's got a, a drinking protein shakes every fucking eight hours. Yeah. Every, yeah. I'm sorry. Every every uh six hours. It, it, the amount of the amount of uh, uh unseasoned chicken breast and steamed broccoli he would have been eating <laughs> between. Yeah. <laughs> Between fighting bad guys. Yeah. And of course, what does Bridget Nielsen do? Him and him do? They get dish. Why? Because she is... Uh, the, Dragon, this is... Honestly, this is what I feel like every woman is around Stallone, in that they cannot control themselves. Well, it, you just don't... You don't even mean to. It's not... What are you going to do? <laughs> they just... They just... She's just like, come here, buddy. We got to get dish. And Stallone's like, no, I can't. I'm, I'm working right now. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it, let's get douche, and then they could. That's also what he meant by breaking the rules. He he yeah. meant he meant having sex with the witness. <laughs> you mean uh, which by the way would any any case is now out the window yeah. because you've compromised the witness. It's the basic instinct issue, right? Yeah. <laughs> your main suspect you had sex with, you fucking dumb cop. How, you're off the case, and you're also fired. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck uh yeah oh, man that also was weird because like they don't really show anything right it's just like an implied no. sex scene yeah you like, could, that's kind of weirder they could even argue that like they didn't have sex 
I would I would actually argue that they like made out. Like like Stallone Stallone is like no nah, that's unhealthy I can't lose yeah. my seed <laughs> Stallone is like no I have already burned too many calories today I can't yeah. do this yeah yeah <laughs> I'd have to eat like ten more chicken breasts and I just don't have the time <laughs> <laughs> um, um okay yes. next what else? sorry what else? What else? No, then we just get into the big ending right which yeah. is uh they wake the up shootout. fucking yeah the shootout what's his face uh Tony gets shot. Yeah. Uh, you find that, well, not Stallone, I guess it's, it's revealed that Stallone was correct and who he thought the mole was. And then finally you get this big shootout, by the way, they say Stallone kills 41 people in this movie. That checks out. That checks out. Honestly. And, and then you including, get the, including the guy at the beginning and the, yeah. they, no, no, no. 50, the, go ahead. So 50 people, 51 people die in this movie. 41 uh-huh. of them are by Stallone's hands. <laughs> um, then well. finally. Finally, at the very end, when it's finally time for Stallone to like Stallone basically kills the entire gang except for the last guy, right? Yeah. They finally reveal why this guy is killing people. Mm-hmm. Social Darwinism. That's why. Sure. <laughs> it's still, Literally, it's still... why he's like it's survival of the fittest. That's what we're doing. We're yep. social Darwinism. But that also doesn't make it's like you're you're just like attacking random people on the street. Like, what are you talking about? What are you fucking talking about? My favorite thing is that the bad guy shows up and he's like, "Aha! Uh-huh, I have rights. You can't just murder me for no reason." I'm like, "Bro, Stallone has already killed like forty people. Like most of the people on your team." <laughs> yeah, he shot them without a trial, without yeah. anything. He just shot them. And you're now supposed to be like you're you can't shoot me because of rules. I, I <laughs> also I also th- thought that was funny. He's like you have rules and I don't. Ha ha. I'm like, since when is a cop ever hedged and like not shot the person? <laughs> no, but also specifically, he's already killed forty people. Uh, forty one now, Bruno. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finally, can we just say fi- yeah. the final kill? Fucking great kill. Great kill. Which one? Was oh, it? great kill. There is basically Stallone like. Punches a guy a bunch and then picks him up and puts him on the uh the the what do you call that spiky thingy that carries oh the things. hook Chekhov's the hook. hook yes that and the, then that hook came Chekhov's by like hook. a lot earlier in that scene and I was like oh here somebody's going on the hook yeah and you put him on the hook and then put him through the bird the incendiary because mm-hmm. I don't know why that's going through the incendiary but sure this they they like basically filmed this at like a fire and sparks factory like yeah. I was like what is this even <laughs> what is this place supposed to be. <laughs> um yes yeah. T- 10 out of 10 check out hook i loved it Fucking, back. Yeah. yeah and then of course it's like i guess it's implied that he's gonna keep like they don't i don't know if they imply that he's gonna keep banging the fucking witness but i, I don't know they don't they don't really say the movie kind of just ends it doesn't matter i i assume there was another 20 minutes after that maybe where he was also like gonna they're setting up the sequel where he's gonna go after the new world order kind of uh cult or but, whatever well he just got the la chapter he's not gonna have to go after the san francisco chapter yeah <laughs> As you do, as you do. <laughs> Checks out. It's uh, like a Bond whenever he's fighting Spectra. Yes, yes, it is. Because that's that's who Bond is always fighting, by the way, Spectra. Spectra, yeah. Yeah, it's all these bad guys all work for one one organization. That's Spectra. That checks out. It's like Hydra. Uh, they all sound exactly the same. They're I mean, yeah, pretty thing. much. It's, just, yeah. it's all the same shit. Yeah. All right. All right. We got to have to finish fast because uh, my boy is starting to be like, I'm hungry. Okay, so final thoughts. Right. No, no, well... Uh, before we get to final thoughts, let me just tell you one more fun fact. Okay. So this was turned into a book. There was a whatever dramatization of in a book sure. form, 
And uh, that book was then taken and turned into another movie called Fair Game, starring Dragon, your boy. Is it Billy Baldwin? William Baldwin. Yeah, Billy oh, Baldwin. One of the Baldwins, huh? Billy Baldwin. Okay. And to girl, Cindy Crawford. Mm, never heard of it. <laughs> uh, we should watch it for the podcast. It's on Tubi. Oh, it's on Tubi. Well, that's a, a hallmark of a good movie. I, yeah. I remember watching this. Uh, Alejandro would actually enjoy this one. There's, uh, I believe there's a little bit of booby in it. Oh, fun. Exciting. Mm-hmm. All right. We should. Uh, all right. Let's get to final thoughts because okay. my, my boy starting to. He's the, my alarm clock is going off, Dragon. He, he, somebody's a hungry, hunger boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I overall, I thought this movie was uh, fun, even though it doesn't make any sense. And um, <laughs> I'd be I'd be excited to see the director's cut. And I would still give it especially. I think it was so well. You en- was- oh, you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. It was a very 80s Stallone movie. It's exactly, yeah. exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, also, what about you, it was, I, I believe it was, uh, it's a, uh, I, be- I believe, was it a canon film? It was one of those, like, again, Some... they just give look. Stallone a shit ton of money and yeah. then they're like, here you go. It was a canon film distributed by Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah. It made, it made, it was a $25 million budget, which is crazy high. And it made 160 worldwide. Not too bad. Oh, yeah. Only bad. only so 40, 49 uh, domestic, but you know. Look, there is a reason why Stallone was able to just walk around and do whatever the fuck he wants all the time. Yeah. And, and that's that because specific box office numbers. <laughs> your boy can make your boy fucking he prints tickets. He does. He right? does print he, tickets. Yeah. Fucking prints tickets. He fucking uh, also he's he's uh, no matter what happens, whenever anyone says like, Bro, are you sure you want to rewrite the script? He's always like, did you even see Rocky? Yeah. Go watch Rocky and then fucking talk back to me. Yeah, right? How dare you even look me in the eyes? And everybody's like, fair. Yep, fair. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your money. (laughs) They're like, yeah, but he wrote a really shitty movie. It's like, yeah, but, you know, Rocky. Yeah. And then uh, people see it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then, yeah, it makes fucking money. Yeah. Your boy can sell tickets, Dragon. Your boy can sell tickets. Um, That is why we are a Stallone podcast. Yes, yes uh okay what's your what's your rating all right i would give this movie a so in a movie form i would give it like a four out of ten okay fair in a fun in a fun rating i give it a 10 out of 10 okay oh and before we go on the level of man's man rating what would you give it dragon oh man cobra's uh cobra is a fucking man's man i that's like a nine out of ten right there would you say would you say this is a good um What's it called? A good, appropriate, positive male role model for my son. Uh, positive it might be a stretch. It's he's a man. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be positive? I guess he does promote healthy eating. So yeah, healthy eating. Ten he's, out of ten. Uh, yeah, where is he? He's a nice, respectful boy, saving the ladies. Uh, sure. He, even though good, he may, may or may not have gadooshed with one of them, he gadooshed when she was like, uh, "Please, please," and he was like, "You know what?" All right. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll we'll do. I'll do you the favor. <laughs> um. So wait, what are you giving it overall? Oh, sorry. Uh, overall, I give it a seven out of ten. Just fun, okay. fun movie. Just fun. Yeah. You got to turn your brain off because, uh, yeah, the, the... because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think about it too hard, you're just like, wait. <laughs> but you don't got to think about it that hard. It's fine. Um, yeah. Great. Do you want me to do? You, do you want me to talk about what we're doing next week? Yeah, because my hands are a little full right now. Your hands are a little full. My boy. 
So we have a very special guest next week, Berto. So we yes. have a secret, super secret special guest, a friend of the show who's never been on it. Our number one fan, I believe, mm-hmm. um, is going to be on next week. And we are going to watch the 1986 classic Highlander. So this is on Amazon Prime. It comes in at one hour and 50 minutes. And it's directed by Russell um, Mulcahy um, mm-hmm. and starring Sean Connery and Christopher Lambert. And well, starring Christopher Lambert and well, Sean Connery. If Sean Connery's in a movie, it's starring Sean Connery. Like it's a supporting like, role. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I haven't seen Highlander in a really long time. I'm excited. Sorry, and it. it's it's on uh and what is it Prime. on? Prime. And it's also on like Tubi, Tubi and, a couple and of I think spots. YouTube it's also on. You can find it. You can find Highlander, yeah. don't worry. Um, so yeah, that's as, what we're doing. As, I'm really excited. As, as a part of Man's Man's March. As a part also, of yeah, a huge part of Man's Man's March, especially with our guest who that's coming on. A man's man, if I ever, the shoulder of justice. This is what I like to call him. (laughs) Can I just point out, Dragon? Yes. Rocky, Rocky IV came out in 1985, right? Uh Uh-huh. Cobra came out in 1986, the following year. Yep, 1986. Highlander, 1986. Yep. So we're not at peak year for movies. Yeah. We're we're like right off that crescendo. It's up at the top and it's just going down just a tiny bit. It's going to start. It's going to start a small This is when people were like, this is still great, but we're getting a tiny bit it's 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 falling down a tiny bit yeah. not like we are uh, you know modern day where it's just like oh jesus where when when again will we be at the height of 1985 you cinema? say that Bruno, but then look at the look at all the uh best picture nominees this yep. year they and don't so many hold of them, the candle they don't hold the candle to rocky Ford. so many of them were would have won any other year had they been against like any normal years of movies they don't so hold the candle them. to 1984 1985 sorry um okay anyway that's that's what we're doing. Very excited to Rocky have a special guest. Rocky Four, greatest film of all time. I You're declare an, it. An idiot. You're absolutely a moron. Yeah, but much better than Rocky for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dragon. Why don't you uh, Why don't you go ahead and, and uh, sign us off? Send oh, the false. Oh, okay. Okay. Bye. Uh, okay. Bye.